Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcasts. My name is Muiwa. My name is Oluwani Femi. I'm Emmanuel. And I'm Jim Gosling. So, I think the most exciting news this week, uh, for most, for, well, I don't know about other people, but Elon Musk yeah. <laughs> acquiring a very, uh, 9%? 9.2% yeah, 9.2% stake in Twitter. Yep. And apparently he has a boat seat. Yep. yep. That's now, crazy. He's now a guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I think he's getting what he wants. It's good right. to have money. Yeah, one, very good. For one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Being the richest man in the world is, is, is something should be a perk. And uh, it seems like he wants something done. And I think... I'm still wondering how he got it because... It's not just about having the money, being able to like, be on the board. Yeah, even buy a stake in the company. Must have done some it's silent like, underground the, things. Is the, is the yeah. highest individual um, stakeholder, stakeholder in yeah. Twitter? In Twitter, the many are big companies, so it's it's literally competing. <laughs> so is he going to make some changes or what? Yes, well. he wants to make change about um, free speech and democracy and everything. I don't know. I, I wonder how easy it's going to be to yeah, do that. One one of the things he first tweeted was uh, who wants an edit button. <laughs> That's never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the possibility. The, the, day, the, the day Twitter gets an edit button, the day, that was the day it loses his appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can edit your tweet at night and then what you said yesterday was, is no longer what you said. Yeah, so. Especially when you're a racial yeah, mm-hmm. when people show you, yeah, yeah, you just change what you said. The least, the least <laughs> you can do is delete it, and <laughs> you bet people have taken quick screenshots. screenshots. <laughs> yeah, so for some was recommending that okay, there could be a way they could uh, when you edit the tweet, mm-hmm. it will show that it has been edited, edited. and it can you can see the yeah, that's how Facebook. Like Facebook. I, I, I don't know if you guys remember when Facebook. Because Facebook didn't used to have the edit option. Okay. Yes. I, I don't remember the exact year, but I've, I've been on Facebook long enough. Maybe and around 2017, 2016. No, I think it's earlier than that. Earlier. I think it's earlier. Mm. So yeah, they, they 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 added that option, like where you can see you can see the edit history. Edit history, yeah. yes. You see what was changed. But then who has time for that on Twitter? Twitter is. Ben, ben. Let's okay. drag this person. <laughs> let's, let's get on yeah, this. Where exactly. is the next violence? Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of violence and dragging, I mean Flutterwave was. GB of Flutterwave was dragged this week. Yeah. Um, a former employee, Clara, uh, she's not Nigerian, I don't think she yes, is. No, she's, she's Kenyan. She's Kenyan. Kenyan. Yeah, accused um, GB CEO of Flutterwave. Of bullying. Bullying, uh, not paying, uh, due, um, dues. Yeah, she called it dues. A dues. And the uh, negligence, sued them for negligence, you know. And emotional damage. Emotional damage. Because she was apparently involved in some fraud case because her number w- was that, yeah. on that, that um, whole the whole details behind it still sketchy. looks sketchy. It's yeah, not yeah. clear. Yeah, so uh, you know she mentioned so she mentioned the uh, pay bill that her number was on a pay bill account that was used mm. to apparently there's an article uh, on, on the Kenyan website uh, called Nairobi News. Nairobi in news where it details um, how she sued the company. This was from um, last 2020. So she sued the company. Apparently, someone organized a sex party um, with the company's... I was first confused when they said someone was organized a sex party with the company's account or something. Mm-hmm. And then a number was on that account mm-hmm. as a contact person. And But she's no longer. she was no longer with the company and then she was involved in the fraud case. But I'm just wondering, like, why is Flutterwave organizing sex, sex parties? Like, <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Flutterwave is the payment, payment processor. processor. 
Right. So is it that um, n- nobody else could have used Flutterwave's account for that except an insider person? I, I'm trying. Okay, so f- first of all, it, so it's a pay bill. It's a Safaricom pay bill account, apparently. Yeah. And the the pay bill account is just simply. It's more like a. It's like a merchant platform. A merchant platform yeah, yeah, to collect money. Yeah. So stores, very very small stores, even have it. It does see the number there. Once you finish buying what you want to buy, you pay. You pay. So the question is why? Why is Flutterwave? Why does Flutterwave have a pay bill account? So I guess mobile money works differently to standard. Uh, Payments that we do here in Nigeria, for instance, and okay. M-Pesa is like the chief payments, the, the payments king in Kenya. So maybe Flutter will need to tap into that. that infrastructure, but it's still not clear. Maybe they just needed that to get a foothold in the country. Then yeah, at that time, at that time, that yes. was 2018, right? Yes. So, so maybe because they wanted to expand it to Kenya, mm-hmm. and they just needed a Kenyan individual. And she happened to be in their employer. Yeah. Maybe that's what she was even employed for because she, I think she's uh, she was um, head of uh, what's it called? What's her role again? Head of implementation. Implementation. Rest of Africa. Yeah, rest of Africa. So yeah. they used her contact details as the contact person because I was looking at the form for the KYC form for PayBill for um, limited liability companies. You need a Kenyan director, uh, but. And um, a few other things, which I feel, yeah, ID, passport, uh, and all of that. But even with individual accounts and the uh, rental business and sole proprietorship, you need a Kenyan contact. So maybe they used her details. Mm-hmm. And according to her in the article, where she, the medium article, she said when she left the company, she, she asked that her contacts be removed. Yeah, but they refused to remove it because they had not yet found someone to replace her. Mm-hmm. And that's why she was involved in the, in the yeah. whole thing. Like, but that medium article... When she sent them a mail, GB responded that they've actually removed it. But they haven't. No, no, he apologized for the um, oversight and okay. said they would remove, they remove it. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah. So what she sued them for now is what is not clear. So because she said, I think it was when a mom was first harassed. That was when she reached out. Okay. And they said they would remove it before she was now arrested. Arrested. Oh, she was arrested. Eventually. Okay. Okay. So, so in that case, suing them for that, uh, I mean, she's the one who went through the ordeal. Trauma. So, so yeah. She, yeah, but then but I'm here. But I'm here nine hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so she didn't mention the amount in the in the medium article. But according to an, another interview mm-hmm. um, by the Big Tech, that's what it's called. I believe a newsletter that I interviewed. Um, very unrelated story, but it just happened to be released the same week. Week, yeah. Uh, about um, how Flutterwave became a unicorn. a unicorn. He said one of the ex-employees, probably this is the article that triggered her. Yes, yes. Share. She mentioned it like um, that um, they have gone to tell her story in a different light and she's coming out to tell people what the right thing is and uh-huh. she's open to <laughs> she's open to speak exactly but <laughs> in, a, in a very interesting change of events she said she she can't speak because i, I, I can't, can't really speak for the ecosystem the because of the like ecosystem that. that she she will not speak she uh, put the, eco- ecosystem, for, yes, in the ecosystem in air quotes like so the ecosystem called her. who is this Ecosystem <laughs> that I'm wondering, like, who is this? The, the, this representative of the, the ecosystem. Ecosystem. What, what that? Then, then uh, this was wondering how big of a deal this is. The, the sentence feels very loaded. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 
what what who is the ecosystem how yeah exactly why did they have to call her personally and so, tell her to stop talking she, i mean she, she already took them to court mm-hmm. she has her lawyers right. and she said she's willing to she, she said she was to willing anyone. to speak but now she's saying she's not allowed she did you say she says she's not allowed let me, let me get, read this statement verbatim right wanjiku told tech crunch i am no longer allowed to speak on this for the, the ecosystem. ecosystem quote and unquote the ecosystem the ecosystem <laughs> that's that's a very loaded it is so <laughs> this is so my guess would be would it, would it be a guess or what it's like if she speaks and this turns out to be like a huge scandal on the the brand flutter wave or on the brand gb right how, mm. how much effects would it have on the nigerian tech ecosystem so maybe she, that's why she was told not to talk. So, so are you saying that maybe someone called her on behalf of the ecosystem or and begged her not to destroy the ecosystem? Or exactly. <laughs> that, that that was my thought. This still nascent ecosystem. There's, there's something that's very funny in that statement. She didn't just say, I can no longer speak. She said, I am no longer allowed, allowed, no longer allowed to speak. On this. So if your lawyer advised you not to speak, you'll be able to say it's a lawyer that told you not to speak. Yeah. Yeah, but but this, said, this is not sounding like your lawyer advised you not to speak. He said ecosystem. So who that is stopping you? Who is, who is not allowing you to speak for the mm. ecosystem? So it, this might not be very popular, but it just looks like she's tired of the whole circus and she just wants it to end so she's like okay fine let's just let's end get it with this this. yeah but according to her and even um gb corroborated this in the interview she has appealed so because apparently she sued for 900,000. it's not clear what she sued for initially because according to her she she was supposed to be paid some expenses mm-hmm. uh, but she was later paid i guess after involving lawyers mm-hmm. But then it seems that this 900,000 she sued them for was for the emotional, emotional damage. And then a court, we don't know whether it's in Kenya or in Nigeria. Nigeria. It's most likely in Kenya. Okay. Right? We tried to search for court records, but we found nothing. Anyway, um, awarded her $2,500 in damage. So what did the Which judge think? Why did he think 2500 was what she was due, not 900,000 that she sued for? Mm. So yeah, okay. but to be clear, the suing was that phone number that was left in that Mpesa account. Yes. And the circumstances around it, according to her, uh, detectives came to meet her mom, started questioning her mom. Mm-hmm. Her mom was scared mm-hmm. that uh, the phone number or the account or whatever has been used in fraud incident. Then she now gave some kind of context that if it was used to fund a terrorism attack, she would have disappeared. Yeah. Without notice. So, mm-hmm. I think it's that emotional trauma she was trying to gain uh, yeah. sue for. So, but yeah, I don't know why the judge is like it's too big. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't dismiss. I mean, she's the one that must have failed the. I, I can imagine yeah. having a mother call her Arrest and, and then, she being arrested or someone. And, and, and all of that exactly. But at the same time, it's still it's still confusing. Why is there? Why is there a? A, a pay bill account which is for merchants mm-hmm. regular merchants to collect payments mm-hmm. why does flutter have one that is it is still operating so i'm assuming okay maybe when they got into kenya in 2018 or whenever they expanded mm. that was just a way to get a foothold where they figured out how to now institutionalize themselves in the in the kenya space why were they still operating That's such it. an account as, mm. as a payment processor and why who organizes sex parties it's because obviously, payable accounts it belongs to Flutterwave. It's not like it's like oh, it's not like oh, maybe Flutterwave has a license to now 
uh, issue pay bill accounts. Mm-hmm. No, it's a pay bill account belonging to Flutterwave. Mm-hmm. So someone allegedly organized Use a this. sex party. Who organized the sex party? A, a lot of questions. <laughs> we cannot. Let, let's not. Let's just. And then defrauded people. Right. Using Flutterwave's pay bill accounts. So I'm 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 very careful about calling it an allegation because I don't know. Um, uh, well, it's not an allegation to be honest because GB seems to confirm that there was such a case. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, and he said an ex-employee who led one of our country expansions sued us for negligence and emotional trauma for not removing their name as the contact person in the country. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a very general statement. So he didn't say specifically, but in a media article, she says. It was a pay bill account. Yeah. That was used to organize party. a sex party that defrauded people. Like I there are a lot of I, I don't I, I just it. hope I just hope going forward, right? Mm. People have been encouraged to speak out, right? In the spirit of horrible bosses, right? People are expected uh encouraged to speak out and all. But we just need details, right? Details yeah. To to support whatever it is you went through, mm. to be able to know who should be held accountable, yeah. right? This story has a lot of gaps, even mm-hmm. though there are a lot of there are some correlations between GB story, GB's no. response, Flutterwave's mm. response, and Clara's um, allegations, right? So I just hoping that people get to say mm. the whole story. Right, mm. she she speak their truth, as we said. <laughs> she said your story. Yeah, I'm actually not surprised that Flutter is still running that account because I feel Impesa is inevitable payments when it comes to Kenya. Ah, Safaricom is like the king, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think whatever I think there's a transaction limit for Impesa most of the time. So maybe the payment processors try are trying to come into the market to take advantage, but. I don't think that's enough reason for any major payments company to take Kenya by the bull, by the horn, rather. Mm. So, if you are coming into Kenya, you should actually understand that, okay, maybe we latch on to these guys first since they already have the infrastructure mm-hmm. and keep on building and building and building because all it mm-hmm. takes is for Impesa to just switch yeah. one feature and your entire market crumbles. <laughs> crumbles. Exactly. So, yeah but like you said there there are a lot of things to actually unpack here and uh, i'm still making some inquiries about how this pay bill works and why a payments processor mm-hmm. actually needs exactly pay bill accounts we, we need to get to the bottom of that i have theories but i would rather know <laughs> something that i come back it, it, like it's still it's still confusing me why was the why is flutter with why is a sex party, a, a fake sex party, being organized via Flutter with mobile money account? Like, that makes no sense. Chingos, you want to say something? Nah, I, <laughs> it's still very surprising. That, like, there are just too many holes in the story, so mm-hmm. I, I've not connected the dots. Yeah, so. although I'll be, I'll be careful to highlight that Flutter with does not um, confirm or address the this sex party, sex party s- uh, side of things. Just says, even even in the um, statement to TechCrunch. It says, we confirm that uh, at, at the point of resigni- resignation, all monies due to our former employee at the time were promptly disposed and we have records to confirm this. We, however, sincerely regret the circumstances that led to the dispute and wish it had been addressed in a more timely manner. Mm. That's all they say. Bad blood. Mm. Bad blood. And then, mm. oh, the, here's an interesting part. 
for the ecosystem theorists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the last sentence in, in the statement. Yes. In no way did we take this lightly. We want the ecosystem mm. to have a health and productive, a healthy and productive work culture. And we are yeah, committed okay. to doing our yeah. part. And so the class says, let's not lie. is a huge part of the <laughs> ecosystem. And the says, I'm not allowed to speak, to speak for. for the ecosystem. Okay. Is it for the ecosystem or because of the ecosystem? For, for the ecosystem. For the good of the ecosystem, for the health. So yeah, oh. this is where people can start bashing us for not understanding English. For for the ecosystem. I'm not, I'm no longer, I am no longer allowed to speak on this for, for the ecosystem. The ecosystem. Maybe. For the good of the ecosystem. Exactly. Or what? Or she's not she can't speak for the ecosystem. Mm. So, but she's not supposed no, to speak not for the ecosystem. Speaking for herself. <laughs> so, so yeah. on behalf of the ecosystem, how? It can't how? be on behalf. <laughs> she's not speaking on behalf. She's what she what she suggested what, or what she volunteered. What she said she was going to volunteer for is to speak and choose to speak what, what is going on for herself. Yeah. So what I'm taking that context as is speaking. I will not be able to speak just for peace to reign in the ecosystem. And the truth is, then, then that's not well worded then. Yes, but yes, she yes. put it in quotes for yeah, for the, the ecosystem. ecosystem. She's not even part of what is the ecosystem because she's Kenyan, right? Is it the Nigerian or African? African. It, it could be the African ecosystem, but I, the I question mean, is, if she speaks and this thing runs deeper than we are looking she, at she it right now, she has a startup now. she's running currently, you know. Yeah, yeah, she has a startup. Um, Credrio, an API fintech API. Yeah, fintech. so it looks more like what uh, Mono and One Pipe and One Pipe do, and, and, and like, you know, we can't remove Nigeria from the market. Yeah, apparently Nigeria, she's Kenyan, but it's like in Nigeria, like, uh, so, middle market seems to be Nigerian. Okay. And oh, of course, by the way, we forgot to say that she alleged that um, GB. Bad mounted her, right? Yeah, or what's the word? Sabotage the opportunities to get a, a, a job. And there are also, although she says she had no um, knowledge of this, but there are also sexual harassment um, claims, claims uh, allegations, and, and whatnot. Mm. This is a lot. So, so yeah, there's so much. Yeah, if if it turns out that okay, this is deeper than it is, then this statement will make a lot of sense, sense because yes. Flutter Wave is now so big; they require the number of companies. They're unicorn. They're unicorn. GB is on almost everybody's cap table. Cap table, exactly. Mm-hmm. So whoever the ecosystem is probably has GB on his cap table. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> So, the way you put it now, hmm, I am no longer allowed to speak on this. We are becoming conspiracy theorists. Ah, but <laughs> I think that statement is telling. For it, the ecosystem. It, it's telling because, huh. okay, maybe she's, either someone has reached out to her or she's now evaluating her options. Okay, I just started a company recently. Exactly, mm-hmm. so I'm part of the ecosystem. I'm part of the ecosystem. Mm. So, she's picking her battles. But yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, if, if it's just a few dollars or a few hundreds or thousands of dollars that was not paid mm. compared to the bigger picture of people i, I don't know so except the tech ecosystem is like secondary school where you couldn't speak or say something about a it's classmate senior. or something like that you know not to be seen as a rat or something so except that and there are clicks yeah except so that, be an outcast. yeah yeah so, so well, maybe she has potential investors she's speaking with hmm and uh, that could be it too. Yeah, you don't want to be on the on the bad side. On the bad side of 
Oh my god. So what is it with gatekeeping, right? There there are some there are some places or settings that you can't do without clicks, right? And it's yeah. it's very very hard for you to speak out in those spaces, right? Because who wants to hold who responsible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Eventually it might be the scapegoat. Yes. So I'm getting that sense. And yeah. uh, considering she is a founder, I mean, if you want to raise money, raising money is mainly about who you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or, to, or to a large extent about who you know. Right. So if, and considering the, like, let's say the stage at, at which the ecosystem is, it's not like so much where you can say, okay, fine. To um, all of you. Yeah, to with all of you. I can take care of myself. Exactly. It, like, mm. it's still at the very nascent stage where mm. you can't just do Everybody's that. Everybody's connected. Everybody's connected. Um, I mean, if you, if you defraud an investor, just know that every other person is going to find out. Yeah, on a, yeah, on a blacklist, a black so, book, yeah. It's so, it's so small. They communicate. Yeah, so, except you're going to look for a way to get your capital from somewhere else or whatever. Yeah, it's going oh, yeah. to be it's probably one of the reasons, yeah. Yeah, I wish I would. Again, it's also possible she had legal advice. I mean, she already had a lawyer, so maybe she just mm-hmm. got emotional. Right. Again, because of the interview. Right. And decided to share, and then she realized, okay, maybe... It's not worth it. Not worth it. it. It's not worth it. So, okay. I mean, that, that's why we're being careful about jumping on some. Any, any there's just too many gaps, right. too many too unclear. Many yeah, so uh, that's the issue. It's it's really unclear. Right. Uh, I, I'm starting to feel bummed out. Let's move on to another story. <laughs> but 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 what we'll do is yeah, we'll, we'll definitely try and follow up on this, and uh, yeah, see where it leads us. All right. So let, let's zoom back. This is Kenya. Let's zoom back. Zoom in back, is it out back into Nigeria? Um, <laughs> one of the major telcos, MTN Nigeria, yep. right? King MTN. Yeah. There's yes. some big news about them. Is it big news? Yeah, it's it's is it big news or more yeah, of telling Indian news? news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's actually telling, right? The, over the weekend, uh, they said they are responsible for 13 over 13 percent of taxes. Nigeria. Nigeria. Nigeria's tax revenue. They revealed that unprovoked. Unprovoked. So FRS FRS actually confirmed it. They were celebrating the biggest companies that are paying tax, right? Yay. Oh, Oh. ICT, yeah. (laughs) Celebrating some of the biggest companies paying tax. We had likes of Shell among them and MTN was confirmed as like biggest tax compliant company right and but, but they owed at some point yeah they were owing about two billion dollars in taxes yeah i remember that was last year but yes they, they claimed they were no owing or there was some kind of mix up yeah, yeah mix up so it I, I think that's why they're actually coming out with this now to say oh okay it's not like it's not only that we are no longer owing no we're actually the biggest taxpayers so yeah, uh, we looked at numbers that they shared and the numbers FRS shared. FRS did not confirm the exact percentage that mm. MTN paid, but they said they collected 6.4 trillion naira in 2021 in taxes. Okay. MTN paid them 618.7 billion naira in taxes. So when you even do the numbers, you're working with around 10%. Oh, so, yeah. but even though so it's slightly like- smaller, that's for one it, company. It's still telling that one company is collecting 10%. What <laughs> questions does that raise in your Collecting head? or contributing 10%? Contributing 10%, 10%, 10% to, to Nigeria's tax revenue. It's raising a lot of... Okay, so... <laughs> do Nigerians pay tax? Where are the taxes going? 
how many companies are paying tax yeah uh this explains why they seem to always target like big companies, big companies, companies. yeah mm-hmm. like trying to drain them mm-hmm. but well, but there, i i saw it on the report in 2021 by i think the cable that says 98 percent of um of uh, businesses in the informal sector pay in nigeria they actually pay taxes <laughs> but here it is it's not it's Under not the to table. the states yeah to the local government yeah we they don't know where you say non-state actors that's what they call Agberos. them yeah. <laughs> exactly so so the local government and and oh but th- there's this i don't know maybe it's a flood um um what was the word a flood understanding of the informal sector that they are they make lesser money oh they make a lot of money yeah that is what so there's like it's, it tends to be more ignored than the focus is no more it's not much on them as it is on organized settings on organized mm. companies yeah. right i, I, I think it's because it's harder for them to collect taxes yeah. from these people most of them so they, they need to figure out how to face um structure them is that the right is that the right so a lot of these companies don't even have like proper bookkeeping um, practices mm-hmm. so i guess if i don't know how much you're making how do i tax you properly some it's, of them are not even registered exactly start with. Mm-hmm. so how do you tax someone who is not in your database and who doesn't have proper records whereas an mtn declares profits at the end of the year so at least i know how much you're making Mm-hmm. So it's easier for me to tax you. But yeah. even at that, we see how there's personal income tax, right? Yes. Yeah, that one is charged company, on personal income. There's company income which tax. Which is charged on profits. On profits. Yeah. So yes, yes. a company is in, in, invariably taxed twice, kind of. Because you are paying salary. Okay. And your worker will be taxed. Uh, and the company that, is taxed too. That's, that's on, it's on the worker because the company just says, okay, yeah, we're paying this salary and then we deduct at source the tax. So, and yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah, I get what you're saying. They pay it on behalf of the employees. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's still part of like the total budget of salary that they, oh, that yeah. they have. Okay. okay. And then there's but company so. income tax and there's VAT and withholding tax and many other taxes. But she mm. doesn't leave out the fact that Nigerians, we might not have data to to, to confirm bankers, it, yeah. but Nigerians pay tax. So yeah, we do pay tax. We do pay tax. We, we do. We do. So One way or the other, we I, are paying tax. So, but are we using the eye test to gauge this, right? Because the number says uh, Nigeria only contrib- gets six percent of tax revenue. Is what is contributed to GDP yearly. Mm-hmm. But the FRS chairman was saying that okay, this number does not account for what is being collected at the grassroots level, at the local government, at the state level. So probably a lot of the tax Nigeria is collecting does not get to the federal government. It's not probably. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> See, it, it doesn't. It doesn't so. because this is 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 like a is a problem for for the Nigeria. I think there's a national um tax policy that is still giving the government headache so all they are falling back on is voluntary tax payment because mm. there's no how you can structure the informal sector yeah you can't so oh, you can't you can't, you can't <laughs> how maybe you, maybe you can't do it but I market think, woman association abi so they, they still they, have, they take this association seriously it may no longer be maybe a percentage of their income or something it could just be okay base figure so now this is like personal experience and all 
um, when I was in school, I, I can't remember how we got into a conversation with a market woman, and we were like, okay, so our idea is that then was that these guys don't pay any tax or anything. So the woman mm-hmm. told us that for her to sell every day, she has to pay about five thousand naira every day for her to sell, and wow. she was complaining Before that she even start selling. She on most for days profit. she doesn't even make as much as five thousand naira, so that basically she is being overtaxed. So I think we were around when they were coming to take. Um, to ask for that tax, that was how we got mm. into that conversation. So that that's that's just one. Now another one is when I was living in Naba. So there's this um, like a motor park or something like that. It was originally a filling station, but apparently the man wasn't getting so much business, but he still has connect. Mm-hmm. So somehow somehow revenue from that park was going to the man. Wow, mm. that's revenue that should be going to the government, mm-hmm. which was going to the man. And unofficial reports by the driver said that on a very good day, the man makes at least two hundred thousand naira from from whatever is collected on that place. A day, a day. A day. A day. Wow, hundred percent profit. So this is just him saying, "Okay, fine. This is this is like my property lawyer. Use you, it. Use it. And then every day I'm making two hundred thousand naira. So that's not just the only one. So Ayara International Market is like one of the largest markets in mm-hmm. Africa." And the the revenue that's collected for people who use the toilet is massive. Mm. <laughs> but it's one person who collects it. Wow. Not okay. People know it on the streets. People know who the person is. Mm. But it's obvious that it's going to private pockets. Obviously. On so that's, di- that's the issue with it. Is either there's tax tax evasion or there is um, remittance issues. Yes. Misappropriation. Yeah. yeah. Mis- so the thing is. Uh, um by the time you want to get it structured and you want to be collecting tax legally these same people that know the way they have been exhausted extorted in a way right yeah. they will not want to pay because one some people somewhere are still going to collect their own share mm-hmm. and yeah. two you are not even seeing what they're using taxpayer money to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it will be very very difficult for you to get them to pay legally yeah. is these people that use force it's a serious problem them. because it you find is. you find people that pay more than three times. Three times is actually small. Most most states have like seven to ten agencies collecting different levies different. from people. That's I know it. that um, I think was it Coca Cola or Seven Up had to leave a bar for a while, and mm. that was like they moved to Enugu, and the way the um, the way their business works, they need water. Ah. Enugu doesn't mm. have water. Does have good you water. had to move to a place that doesn't have water in order for water. you. And at some point, it turned out that it wasn't a very smart decision for them. But the state lost one of the largest employers of labor. Mm. In the end, they didn't come back to Aba. I mm. think they moved to Ghana or something. But they moved out of the region entirely. Oh my goodness! This okay. is how government chases. It chases businesses out. out. And just it's it's so crazy. But Soludo is actually uh, proposing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me laugh before you say. <laughs> like Please a way to collect taxes digitally. Okay. So in an umbrella state, the informal in sector. State. Yeah, for the informal sector. That guy has a lot of work cut out for him because before, <laughs> well, I wish him the best. Yeah, he's saying a lot of things. So I yeah. wish him the best because <laughs> he's wanted to see those things. Isn't that well, yeah, he's, a, he's a former banker. So I guess he has an uh, understanding of oh what it takes to do that. On, a, on, a, on, on another note, I think agency, an agency system can be able to agency banking, get it right? fulfilled. Or Something like yeah, this, it, yes. It can. 
Yeah, yeah. Because it's state that can solve this problem. Basically, what they are doing for the levies is actually mm-hmm. agency taxation. Mm-hmm. Because they have individuals go like the last time we had the market. So why were there? Someone just came and dropped a receipt for one of the women, and then he took money from her. Mm-hmm. So that receipt is proof that she has paid whatever it is that she has mm-hmm. paid. And then these are not like it's not like they have to go to an office. Someone comes there mm-hmm. to meet them. So people are obviously um, employed to do all of that. So just, yeah, just for it to be properly accounted for, that so just, that could work. Yeah, just instance. And it can still be digital. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I am um, so. Obviously, it was in something like that. Yeah, with USSD, mm-hmm. if you pay your 50 naira, okay, no, I think just 200 naira for your keke every day, mm-hmm. they just do like dial the USSD code. So it it sends a message to you. I don't know how it works then, but every time I was in the keke and we had stopped at a certain location, that was actually what they did. They would That's just interesting. Use like USSD, yeah. Till now? Yeah, at, well, at least until last year when, mm-hmm. I, when I was We need to explode that. Yeah? So how that I, works? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> you you have to talk to those guys to like find out how they are doing it because yeah, the yeah. moment you give them cash and then they they like use a USSD code or something like that to alert you. So you, I think you get you get a message on your phone to show that okay you've paid such amount. So nobody's dragging your mirror or yeah, anything like that. You just exactly. show the code. Yeah. So when you get to the next place, if they ask you, you 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 tell them your number and then they do whatever it is they do and then they say okay they yeah confirm. this guy has, yeah, has paid and then they move on. And, and that, that, those ones can be easily accounted for. Exactly. Yes, yeah. And that way you are also generating data that the government can use can to make use decisions. Yeah. Hmm. It's yeah. tech that can solve this problem. Yeah, it's. But. I think. <laughs> for you to be able to track drivers that pay their dues regularly, right? Mm-hmm. You can use that to generate credit reports on these drivers. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, the salary workers or these lending companies target most exactly. of the time. But yeah. all these artisans, you, how do you define if they are credit worthy? Mm-hmm. How do you, right? Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's it's interesting. interesting stuff. Uh, that, we need to explore how tech right. can solve this problem. Definitely, right. definitely. Okay, final story, set of stories for the day. Some startups, as usual, there's always funding news. Yeah. <laughs> so we have um, two startups. I'll start with like what I think is the more interesting one. Zero P. So Zero P is um, like a POS um, aggregator. So they have about 15,000 merchants. But first, there is, um, yeah. So there is um, $11.4 million for their Series A. So it's not just the Nigerian. I'm I'm still struggling to like say who they are. They are not exactly Nigerian. They're not exactly African because they are founded by a Nigerian and they started out in Finland. But basically, what they do is just um, what someone like Team Apt does. Um, they provide POS for uh, merchants. But what's interesting about their own solution is is offline. So you don't need the internet to be able to use their POS. Mm. So um, they claim that with their solution... So how does it connect? Is it NFC? Is it blue? I don't, I'm trying to get yeah, it. It's a mobile app. Uh, yeah, it's a mobile app and um, I think it works with what is this? I think and it, it says internet free tech or something like that. According mm. to them, it's, it's patented. So it's not... Um, it, like it could work without the internet and they claim that with you they could have as high as a 95% transaction success rate mm. which yeah, is because, yeah because that's a major problem with POS yes, yes with POS even though they connect via um, GPRS or Edge which is supposed to be like yeah yeah there's, still, yeah, there's still a lot of um, failure failure yeah. so they are trying to solve that problem yeah so they claim that they have so they're saying that every other person on the market has like a transaction success rate of um, 50 percent whereas they, with their solution they have as much as 
95. This, this solution has been deployed. Yes, it has been deployed already. But I've never seen it anyway. Yes. So they have only 15,000 merchants. So uh, in Nigeria. In Nigeria, yeah. So if you're comparing with guys like Upi, I think Upi has over 200,000. So. Did they explain the technology behind how it is it's offline? No, they it's didn't. Really. Right. Because they won't be the first to try that. So for example, uh, you guys remember Pay Attitude, mm. which I don't know why it did not... Uh, yeah, like blow in, in Nigerian parlance because it was a very, very novel idea. Um, so they're using NFC. So you, 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 once you get the payout to the account, you just stick their receptor, whatever, to your phone. And then any cash points where payout is allowed, you just uh, accept it, you just touch okay. it. And because it's NFC, it's not, it's not so it stores the data on the, that their NFC Device. chip or receiver. And then at the end of the day, they can now upload. Uh, for settlement and all of that, so they won't be the first, but I'm just trying to understand the technology behind this. Did, uh, you, you didn't check that out, they didn't, they didn't actually explain so much about it, they didn't, they didn't really explain. Although, I, I guess, um, I, I, I can't say, but they've been running for like three months sorry, three years and three years, yes, and they have just 15,000. I never heard of them, 15,000. Yeah. Like, no, we need to look it, into it's, that. It's, a, it's very little, but Europe, zero P, Z I. R double O P A Y. So another thing is um, they are trying to uh, um, like get into adjacent markets. So they are saying, okay, what can we do beyond payments and um, deposits? So they are they are exploring. I think this is huge enough to just focus on. <laughs> exactly, it, exactly. Right? If you can solve huge. the problem, yeah. why are you get distracted? Yeah, don't get distracted. <laughs> so it's just something, something. Okay? <laughs> like seriously. So they're trying to make uh, look for other services and what they're starting out with is uh, bookkeeping for these merchants. Mm. So, um, data. Yeah, so I guess the play here is just the data mm. because they already have 15,000 people and they, I think they've already deployed it. So they're saying that they've moved their users from paper-based accounting to in-app sales accounting. So those guys can now access every single thing, every record that they need on the app. I'm more interested in this their offline POS. That one is just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to have add-on services, but this POS thing that they claim, they've been around yeah. for three years. Three years, yes. Offline POS, 90... What percent success rate? 95% rates? or so. 95% success rates. Yeah. And so, just 15,000. So here's the problem. <laughs> they first raised a 600k um, seed round, I think around 2012 or so, but it took them... Was it 2012 or 2014? But it, it still took them about five years to launch in Nigeria. Well. So why did mm-hmm. it take that launch? The idea was you raise this money and we launch in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. It took them under five years to launch mm-hmm. in Nigeria. Yeah, they have to make it work now. Nigeria has not been so. So five years five to make years. it work. Five years to make it work well to in, to launch. I, I do, yeah, I, if, I, I mean, if it's something that is really groundbreaking, I, I can understand that, but I just, I'm just, I just want to understand the technology behind it. Yeah, okay. that's what I want to yeah, understand. They have to like find would out. They, would they want to keep it a trade secret or something? No, I mean Since they don't need to re- reveal like the specifics, but at least tell us how it works. Is it is it NFC, NFC based like peer attitude was, and then you connect to the internet? Teach their agents. Yeah, like how to use it? Their agents in network how to use it to start with. So Does it work with all cards? Is it a special uh, payment method like pay attitude again? You have to stick the thing to your phone or like because if it's working with cards, then you need to connect to nibs. So how is it working offline? Mm. So that might explain why they don't have like a, a large number of uh, merchants, like a large network. Because I don't assume that it works with debit cards. 
Because right. then you need to connect to Nibs. Okay, so I, you I say think? it works. Um, oh, is it no, no, Nibs platform? is different. Sorry. I'm, I think I'm mixing it up, right? No, no, it's Nibs. Yeah. Yeah, Nibs, uh, but instant Nibs also transfer. Anyway. It controls everything. Everything, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. say a mobile platform for small businesses to accept card payments via a mobile app and EMV certified card reader. EMV certified card reader. Card reader. Yeah. And it is offline. Yeah, all those card readers that look like uh, calculators. Uh, those yeah, those small ones yeah. that people had used to use. And, but yeah, there's those ones that stay online based. Okay. Uh, we need to look into that. I, 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 I don't want to see things I'm not sure of, but I'm really interested in the technology of it. And how they're able to guarantee 90% mm-hmm. uh, over success. 90% over 90% success rate. And they've not grown... Anyway. It's become very popular. And low, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that no, one they is, have uh, raised, they have carried themselves outside. <laughs> mm, yeah. well, this is serious. You cannot hide again. This is the first one they're probably announcing. Mm. Uh, yeah. They actually announced the last one. I think it's 600k. Oh, I see. Uh, they actually announced it. So the other startup is SmartWage, a South African HR tech startup. I don't know if that's is correct mm. but they also raised 200 million dollars sorry two million dollars uh-uh. in okay. seed uh-uh. <laughs> two million dollars in seed funding so um, what they are doing is um, using whatsapp to help companies do all of their hr needs so mm. interesting <laughs> yeah it's interesting but i don't know i'm being cynical about it anyway they are, <laughs> They are, they are place that the um, frontline employees, people like cashiers, um, restaurant workers, these guys who they don't have access to emails or maybe don't, they don't have an email. But um, when companies employ them, they are still your staff. But you also have like HR needs that you need to satisfy because of them. So without email, how else? So the idea is, okay, fine. These guys use WhatsApp. So it's based in South Africa. And um, I think South Africans have like um, a higher mobile penetration than most African countries and I think they said over 90% of the country uses WhatsApp. So they are like, okay, fine, let's use WhatsApp since that's what everybody uses. So it it, it looks like it's a WhatsApp bot that every uh, once you plug in... You raised two million. <laughs> that's an interesting th- <laughs> model to raise money on because well, they are dependent on WhatsApp's API. I guess. Uh-huh. But uh, they, they also have like adjacent services as well so they are doing what everybody is doing now which i think is the most interesting part of the whole um, story they're also doing pay on demand or demand yeah pay on demand so um you get your salaries after a certain period or a portion of your salaries after a certain period but now um the other people who have launched kadana any pay and the likes um they have always been focused on like regular employees formal employees mm-hmm. like us but you see these other guys your security guy your mega wow interesting that's high that's, risk that's who they are focused mm. on right contract now. staff y- yeah very, people like very that. very high risk. That is high risk how yeah. do you how do you guarantee longevity because these people are usually not they probably don't have yeah. um, a contract they don't have a contract so they can be fired exactly mm-hmm. they don't have benefits nothing 
Yeah, you're not covered. I'm sorry, but the things people raise money for these days, like, <laughs> is this a, <laughs> which country do you say they're based again? South Africa. South Africa. Yes. <laughs> well, just, we just so, we just need to know what was going on in the investors and they, 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 there's something no, they would well, have seen well, so you know Bento had I, I don't know if they've released that feature so um, everyone was talking about it after the whole saga he was like he's so sorry that it overshadowed what they had planned so the idea was also to have something that serves the informal, the informal sector. sector because every solution is like Focused on the formal sector. Because that's a safe space. Yeah, that's a safe space. Because but if you can't hold the employee, you can hold the employer. Yes. Exactly. But this one, I don't even have a contract. Well, okay. Well, that, that could also mean that employees or employers now have to formalize the way things work. What would they? Would, these people are very... They don't need a skill to do the, to perform those roles. You know, right? Technically, they need a skill. What is the skill? It's... <laughs> What does him okay? Let's let's let's. No, let's what special skill does a security, a typical security guard have? Can you do? Can you do their job? I just can't. Stay anybody up can. Night. Yeah, anybody. I, that, exactly. I guess that's like a, anybody a, a, can. Image just skill, so they can mm. quickly dispose of them. Yeah, no, no, but have, don't don't let me clarify. There are some people that are actually trained to, do to be that. security personnel, yeah, right? They are security firms. Yes, they are mm-hmm. different from those those people you are talking about. <laughs> this may guard. Let's use the right <laughs> thing. Guard, right? Okay, so but, well, I guess the thing is, um, the idea is just it's not like you get all of your salary. So a lot of people are doing thirty percent, thirty three percent. So you don't get above that. So if I'm only giving you a portion of your salary, and it's usually after you've worked for a certain period, maybe. Um, like maybe two weeks. So um, the reason is obvious. In Africa, you don't get your salary until the end of the month. Mm-hmm. But in some parts of the world, you can get it in two weeks or something. Or so, daily pay. Or daily pay. Wage. Depends on the kind of uh, daily wage. Yeah. yeah. So and another thing now that is also that we also need to consider is that most of these guys, so some of them get like maybe daily pay or so. Mm-hmm. Some of them get that. Not all, but some of them do so. In that kind of situation, it means that the employer has to ensure that okay, my I have I have structures that are set down that okay everything works like this because you 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 know that if this guy takes thirty three percent of his salary after maybe working for two weeks and Sam is behaving, and, well, you can't even fire yeah. him. Yeah, you can. But okay, I think we should add at this point that we are not saying products should not be built for the informal sector. We are not saying that we are not discriminating mm. people that are informal. They deserve good things too. Yeah. They deserve to be lo- to to re- to get loans. They deserve amenities that. But we are just saying from the business perspective, like how yeah. risky is it for these people? And I want to say that I think this um, startup will actually focus on the employer more than the employee. Yes, yes, it's right. Um, it's B two B. So, uh, so B2B. I think it is not like a direct. Yeah. So yeah. I've never seen anybody, even in the formal sector, if you do it directly, what guarantee do you have that the employee will not you take the money in that and resign? Uh, exactly. Let me tell you, all, all the company. I don't want to mention names, but all the... Let me mention names. For example, Bento, right? Yeah. That had that feature mm-hmm. for formal employees. Yeah. It, it's kind of has been disabled, sort of. I'm still getting notification that I can collect my salary be, before. Yeah, but it has been converted to like a loan of sorts. Mm. Is, with very ridiculous rates, mm. <laughs> because they must have found out over the course of months that this thing is not that viable. Mm. They probably lost a lot of money. Money, money. because I think because it's, don't it's forget, it's not it's, they are not taking it from the company's 
post. They take it from yeah. their post. The way they, the way they did it, they took it from their post and they, they charge you like just a five percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and the, when uh, your salary comes in, they deduct you know, it. So what if you got sacked in between? And you did not inform them. Exactly. So next thing they now change it and you now found out that the rates were ridiculous and they try and uh, piled on other things on top of it and then like just made pay, it. Pay insurance on the money yeah. you have not collected. So it's good to be more difficult in the informal sector. Yeah. Mm. And then you have raised two million dollars for this. I mean, I mean, you figure it out. They will have to. They figure it out. We have to focus on this. Might not be looking. Maybe the informal sector is probably different in South Africa. Yeah. Again, yeah. South Africa. Maybe it's not as unstructured and Bula Balu like. I think it is. So from what I've heard, so many South Africans say. Yeah. I think what they will focus more on is their WhatsApp um, service. Okay. Because, yeah, everybody keeps on saying that South Africa has, like, a high mobile phone penetration rate compared to other countries. So, and I have most people use, um, what do you call it, most people use WhatsApp. So I guess that's what they will focus on because while this one will be rolled out in phases to, like, mm-hmm. test it yeah. because they need to be sure that, okay, this works and that the risk are worth it because mm. Good I don't luck know to them. B2C lending is not it's, yeah exactly it's crazy. It's even for the formal with. sector it's crazy. So yeah well, I now raised money for it. Exactly. Mm. So so much pressure. Yes. Yeah. L- like you said in family, we're not trying to uh, bash them or we're just doing our job asking questions. Yeah. Mm. Well, ask questions. <laughs> so I mean I- ideally we should try and feature these people mm. and these startups. And, yeah. and and get answers to these questions. I'm sure that in raising the money they actually had Questions. questions like that, yeah, well, and they answer them satisfactorily. That's why they give them the money. Yeah, so because well, according to one of the investors, the team at Smart Wage are innovators. They are building more than just an end wage access product, and have recognized that in order to make a tangible impact on employers, they need to build a powerful way for employers to engage with their workforce. So the way I interpret this is, um, this is like just a subset of what they plan to build. It's, it's seed I funding. I think it's the WhatsApp thing they sold. Yes. So yeah. This is just like, so if you if you see what happened with YC, um, from from Africa or from Nigeria, most of the people who got in were fintech. Now, even the, some other people who got in that were not fintech, so you had like a fintech layer. So someone like Reliance held is health tech, but it has a fintech layer mm-hmm. to their products. So I guess um, the trick here is to just have some fintech. Yeah. Throw some fintech a pinch of, of, yeah. of fintech and get the money because you have money problem. Of course, I mean finance is still an is still an issue. So if you which want. which I don't think we get solved anytime soon. Yeah. Okay, but I'm not surprised they raised the amount of money because uh, even though with the looming questions we have, even though mm-hmm. even though they're white. <laughs> Yeah, they're okay, white. Yeah, yes. they're white. Ah, uh, okay. And that explains a lot. <laughs> that, that's racist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's the truth now. And that question I was also asking is, um, how is employment rates in Africa increasing? Because uh, I'm looking at it from the general, okay, health, um, HR tech guys are raising some money. Maybe not a lot, but Kazna has raised money for something similar. NEP has raised money for something similar. Now these guys, all this year, and they're not saying they're helping you to hire now. Is yeah, the, it is the people that you have that, that you are so, catering for? Yes, my problem is employment South rates, Africa, yeah. for example, has a ridiculously high unemployment rate. Mm. 
Even so, Nigeria. Nigeria too. Ghana too. So who the hell are you serving? You are serving the people that you have hired. The people that have company, even if it's they used to be 50 and you fire 30 and it's many 20, you are still catching <laughs> yeah. to them. But you have so many people, <laughs> maybe not so many, but you have more people raising money in a sector for, as as for a, a problem, continent that they are not exactly creating so, so many so, more. So it's probably a bubble for now is what you're saying. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's a bubble. I think they are raising money for the future, right? <laughs> they are saying an age and a day and age where Africa employment rate starts rising rapidly. Mm. The startups actually raise for the future. They build for the future, not raise for the future. What's Because that within a year, these guys will want to raise more money. Within a year or two years. They will run out of money. Run out of mm-hmm. money. Because they're going to spend a lot of money to, mm. to power this. So and uh, our employment rate will increase. Because you can't, you can't change if government does not solve the uh, unemployment Unemployed. issue. You, you can't innovate your way out of some of those They, they may not be raising for the future, problems. but since they are building for the future, they are raising to build for the future. So Amen. If, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so, yeah, if the government has a lot of... Um, they have a lot of work to do, right? Yeah. But most of these startups, they are just... If you look at what most of them are doing, you know that there's... There are a lot of things that we can't wait for government to come and do. Yeah, honestly, it's, yeah, is is an indictment on government, like the failure of government mm-hmm. in Africa. Yes, because yeah. some of these things are like was. Ah. And if problem persists, solutions will keep coming up. I think we should link to one article I did following following up um, Tech Point Build 2020, mm-hmm. building for the African market. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We have pitch. There's, we have the pitch because we have problem. There mm. will always be the pitch, and yes, we can we can tell them there's a problem and they can see the problem. So they will always give fund to solve those problem, either future or present. And then there's the problem, but there's always a problem, yeah. and that's the African market for you. Yeah. So mm. as long as there's a problem to be solved, people will keep raising money. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I'm sure as at the time when Shola just tested that feature. I'm not sure. I'm sure there would have been a lot of problems. Would have seen like, oh, does it make sense to build something like this in Nigeria mm-hmm. at that time? The payment space was not as developed as it is now. Yeah. So building something like that at that time, I'm pretty sure he must have met people who said this doesn't make sense for mm-hmm. this kind of market. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. I still, I still do not, I still do not buy that <laughs> because it, it's it's kind of similar to the people who are building the climate climate tech space. I cannot think is. It's just playing to the gallery for me. I mean, <laughs> you don't, you so, don't have. So, a, but you can look for a defense for fintech. A very good yeah, recent yeah, example can. was agro crowdfunding. Ah. So many of them popped up, raised money then. Right. But now it's clear that they could not. They, how, they, how they are all gone. To, okay, fine. Look at look at the Kenyan startups raising money for electric vehicles. It's impressive, right? <laughs> You're raising money to build electric vehicles that uh, maybe people would have been like, oh, Africans don't do deep tech and all of that. But you realize that you're not solving the problem in your. How does a an electric bus solve Lagos transportation issues, for example? It's reduce emission, even while it's stuck in traffic. Is emission does <laughs> yeah, not even run. Emission is like if we had 100 problems in Africa, emission would even make it into the first 70. Oh my God, really? you guys are serious? Yes, not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we have problems in Lagos. Don't you guys remember the, the climate, uh, what do I call it, the climate summit that was held in Scotland last year? Okay. Mm-hmm. Where all the big, major countries around the world came together. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and they all talk about oh, climate change and how uh, uh, they're targeting China and some other people and telling China that oh, you guys need to reduce your emissions. emissions and they yeah. said, look at you people. <laughs> I, I'm paraphrasing here. The same thing that got you out of poverty is what we are pursuing now. Exactly. Until we are out of poverty, we, we are not reducing not anything. This same coal and petrol and everything that you are telling us that we should reduce it emissions is what got you out of poverty. Until we get everybody out of poverty, we are not ready to talk about anything, climate change or dropping oh, emissions. Yeah, that's what China said. I mean, it's, Again, it's nice powerful. if you want to raise money. It's nice if you want to raise money. But really, <laughs> what, what does... Really, I think I've been having these thoughts like... If you're building in Africa, please be solving problems. Don't duplicate solutions that someone else is That's solving good. perfectly. Don't build the next flutter wave. Don't build the next face. But the more the merrier. No. Because they will acquire you in two years' time and they will acquire you for peanuts, which might maybe set you for life. But man, if okay, so um, let me not cast your horse, but if that's what you do. Make sure you don't come and tell us you're innovating because you're not innovating nothing. Oh, because God. it's something that a lot of people. She got this on your You have like a hundred plus people in Nigeria alone. Okay, we have to stop now. Time is fast spent. We spent almost an hour. Wow, almost an hour with this. Wow. Uh, okay, we'd like to hear your thoughts. We really want to hear your thoughts on everything we talked about today. Uh, the flutter wave issue, uh, flutter wave versus Clara. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, MTN shouldering most of our a, a, a huge chunk of our tax uh, oh, revenue, revenue in the country, yeah. and then these startups we talked about trying to solve, innovate their way out of, out of Africa's problems. Mm-hmm. We'd like to hear your thoughts. You can email us at podcast at techpoint.africa. You can also tweet at us, or just tweet your thoughts and use the hashtag techpointafrica podcast. And uh, if you are listening for the first time, you can get the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. Spotify, iHeartRadio, and anywhere else you get your podcast, you'll find us there. Yeah. So if you stayed this long, thank you very much. In fact. Yeah, real fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but if you did it, we will understand. <laughs> and uh, yeah. All right. So uh, we'll catch you again, guys. You guys again next time. Catch you on Thursday. Have a very good week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.